Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. When Paul Maurice said just a few days ago, everybody bleeping breathe, I don't think he was taking in the greater picture here. The fact that it's not that easy based on the air quality that we are all dealing with to various levels. So I start off with a heartfelt, I hope you are well. I hope you are managing this um, just, again, crazy time that we're living in and the uh, the challenges with our air quality. So that, Marty, came out of left field, almost like it came out of left field at PNC Park, right? Yeah, that's, that's exactly where you are right now. You could probably. Well, I'm not. Over. I'm not. I don't like baseball, but it's nearby. Well, um, it's nearby. I was going to say you'd probably jump out the window, swim across the river, and then make it over left field. So you there's can do actually that. there's. <laughs> I think I'm near train tracks. Oh, and, so don't want to do that. <laughs> and there, there's there's vegetation uh, out the window, you know, overgrowth. Let's say, yeah. and. There's some sort of sign, like, but I can only read a portion of the words. And I think it says, where are we going? Okay. And I mean, look at the air around us. Like, is this not like a sign? Well, usually the question is, are we there yet? Especially, but now on the train yeah. track, you go by, where are we going? You know, who knows? Maybe it's a surprise. Um, yes, the air, though. Um, first off, I mean, these wildfires, northern Quebec, are where somewhere in the area where I played my midget AAA season, mm-hmm. right? About, you know, seven, eight hours north of Montreal, uh, which is no threat right now to any big cities, but it is still out there um, and they don't have it under control and they need rain and the smoke is coming down here. Now in Buffalo, it is pretty bad. You go outside, it wasn't that bad this morning, but it got worse hour after hour. You go outside and it is smoky and it's tough to breathe. But in Rochester, New York right now is where it is the worst. Their air quality is not like unhealthy for some or unhealthy for all. It's hazardous. Like it is, there's a, a certain like, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, chart? And like you get to 300, like it's mm-hmm. bad. It's above 300. Like it's no. that bad. So everybody in Rochester, um, you know what? Be you safe. May find, you'd be safe, but also you may have some leftover mask around. 
from COVID, like you go outside, don't hesitate throw on a mask. Like it's going to help a little bit, uh, at least for those that have to be outside. And look after your pets. That goes without saying. Um, it would be incredibly yes. challenging for them uh, to be out in these conditions too. Um, so, you know, we talk about the climate. Uh, obviously, the Stanley Cup final is driven by the southernmost teams to be going head to head here. Yes. And obviously, we shift from Vegas to Florida. Game three happens tomorrow, and it will be in sunrise. Now, Radko Gudis has obviously been. Uh, an interesting player for the Panthers in the playoffs and all year long, even out of market, shall we say, because of his pending unrestricted free agency. So a lot of teams and a lot of markets, including that of Buffalo, um, keenly interested in how he plays and whether he should be a consideration for upping the defense core of the Sabres next year. He, of course, has had some injury challenges in this postseason. He got run over by Barbashev in the last game and left eventually he's not practicing today it's potentially a big hole it's not the game breaker in my opinion for the series obviously but it is worth noting based on the fact that both of those players involved in that collision are talking points for their own reasons yes um so yes got uh, radical gouda's got run over by Barbashev, although Gudas was trying to run over Barbashev and Barbashev was like, hold my beer as I lay the shoulder down and protect myself, right? And Gudas basically ran headfirst into Barbashev's shoulder. But what we are now seeing out of uh, Ivan Barbashev, especially in Vegas, but what we saw out of him in St. Louis as well, he's a thick, thick player mm -hmm. that can handle the physicality and has been able to put up some really good numbers to back it up. And yes, mm -hmm. he will be a UFA this summer. And that may mean cha-ching, cha-ching for Ivan Barbashev. Um, look, I, I would assume he's going to be looking for a seven-year deal wherever he goes, right? But wow. um, well, wouldn't you? Like if you're going to hit free agency and you're your first time hitting the market in that way, you would want to cash in as to what you've been able to do. Now, I guess I always look at it from the reality as opposed to the individual player want. Yes. So I would think max would be five years, but I could see a four with a little higher cap hit. He's 28 okay. years old. You have to remember that. So yeah, no, well, yes, but you're, you're thinking he, you, you're going to get the best out of Ivan Barbashev in the Maybe. next three to four years. But you didn't in the regular season. Well, After that's why he a got career traded. season, which is yes. why, well, I mean, he got traded because St. Louis was in a position to load up and now they've got three first round picks, yes. you know, like they're, but Barbashev, do you have a comp in mind before we go into numbers? Like without saying numbers, I have a guy in mind who like, we're talking year over year, Stanley cup playoffs, very noticeable needs a deal, had an immediate impact on his new team. I don't have that person. I'm trying to think year to year. Last year, came from Montreal, went to Colorado. Oh, yeah, Artur Arturi Lekkinen. So Arturi Lekkinen makes yes. about $4.5 million now yes. on his new deal with Colorado. Barbashev's a 2.7, expiring deal. Our friend, James Finch, in yep. Rochester from AFP Analytics, has him, Barbashev, that is, in line for four years, 
which falls in pretty close to this, this, you know, and I, I, most people don't like making direct comps, right? Everybody's got a little something different in their game, but in the big picture of how you're piecing together a team age-wise experience winger can do some scoring. I think these guys are pretty comparable. So I think the salary is going to be pretty close to four and a half. So they are pretty comparable uh, because of the impact that they have on a game. I think Barbashev has more upside offensively and he's shown two years ago with his 60 point season and coming into Vegas and getting 16 points in 23 games, which is not a point a game, but it would be a 60 point average over 82 games. So you think of it that way and you say, okay, what is 60 point worth in the national hockey league now? And 60 point is worth close to five and a half, six million. Depending on your age, depending on the length of the contract, depending on how much you score versus how many assists you get. So I think Barbashev's going to be that shiny toy. Like this summer's free agent pool is not one that is highlighted by great names, right? And it reminds me a lot of when we saw seven years ago, the 2016 like free agent pool, which had Caloposo, for example, mm-hmm. on that list, right? We're we're getting out of those contracts now, right? Those seven-year deals that were big money and that kind of fell flat a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like this summer may be the same type of crop that you're getting that you did in 2016. So there's going to be somebody out there that's going to say, I want Ivan Barbashev. I want that guy for seven years and I'm going to give him five and a half million dollars a year where, you know, you're overpaying a player a million a year for seven years. I think he'll be paid more like a 50 point player. And I do wonder seriously, even though the rumblings for obvious reasons, because they're two wins away from the Stanley cup and Barbashev has been a part of it. So why wouldn't you, talk about Vegas wanting to potentially retain the player. Yeah. My question to you would be, is Barbashev actually sexy enough for Vegas to want to keep him? Because they always do things their way and to a certain extent, unexpectedly. So while they could have the books set and maybe poised, especially with almost no money committed to netminders, even if they give Aiden Hill a nice boost, you could run, like, why wouldn't you? But again, it's Vegas, so you never know. But like, why wouldn't you run the Thompson-Hill tandem moving forward? They're best buddies. They train together. Great story in The Athletic today. Check it out on my retweet at Duffer Sabres. Like, it's so good, the story of Aiden Hill and how Braden Point played a role in his development. Like, it's just awesome. And so these are obvious, like you you could line yourself up if you're Vegas to retain Barbashev, but I would think they might just go off the board again, try to find find someone different. Here's the thing. Vegas right now, you look at their cap numbers next year, they Mm -hmm. already have 11 forwards under contract and they do have two RFAs that I think are, are pieces of them moving forward. And they're, how do you say their fav? How do you say it? Yeah, Dorofeyev, I believe. Dorofeyev yeah. and yeah. Brett Howden, right? And Howden well, what, as what they need to do is they got to get out of that multi-year Paul Cotter deal. It's killing them. Well, it's killing them. Seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, right? Like, no, it's not killing. For what? Them. Five more years? No, two more. I, uh, two I know. more. I know. So, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah. but 
they so now with those two RFAs, they're at 13 forwards. Yeah. Right. And they have their defense core set yeah. with uh from Petrangelo oh, to Nick Hague, it's all set for next year. Yeah. So that's why I think they can swing bigger. I really I, do. I was like, going to say, do they yeah. need to say Barbashev is our guy or do do we go look for something else? Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that the Vegas Golden Knights, is are, they're built differently in the fact that they don't just say, hey, we like you and we are going to, we owe you to stay with us. They're like, you know what? Thank you for what you've done. Good luck next year. Like that's been a lot of what they've done. Like, look, Alex Stuck was a big part of their team. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, you know what? Thank you for what you've done. Good luck in Buffalo. That's the way it goes. They're first round picks, you know, that it is Cody Glass or Peyton Krabs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, we love you. We, yeah. we 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 drafted you, but good luck somewhere else. That's the way it works. And they still have in the next three years, including this one, they have all their first round picks. It's funny, you know, like they don't have, this high-end success rate from a drafting standpoint. But even though they're on the cusp of the cup, they haven't blown all their first-round picks out the door trying to acquire people either. It's well, really like it's, no. it is such a unique management style. And you think of how short their lifespan is in the NHL already and how many coaches they've gone through and how many high-end players. But to your point about loyalty, it is interesting who they've kept and the internal salary cap, so to speak, because they've got all those defensemen in place. They've got Colasar on a great deal. They've got Carrier on a great deal. They got Nick Waugh on an unbelievable deal. Yeah. They had Nick Haig, who we talked about yesterday, on a terrific deal. And when the world, hockey world, thought there was no way Riley Smith was coming back based on cap considerations, boom, Riley Smith came back. Why? Because they love him and he's an original and there's certain guys that they are loyal to, even though in the big picture, they don't necessarily breed that loyalty slogan. Well, you talk about their internal cap. So they only have two Fords making over $5.9 million. Mm-hmm. And that's Mark Stone and Jack Eichel. Yeah. Like that is a incredible management feat to say, Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Everybody on our forward group, is going to be mostly $5.9 million. And that's Willem Carlson, which they gave him that contract after 40 goals in the first year and a trip to the Stanley Cup Finals. So long before Stone and Eichel were ever in their plans. Exactly. Yeah. But you have Marcia so at five and Riley Smith at five. And you got all these guys that are. So you did a masterful job of managing the numbers moving forward, even mm-hmm. though, you know, they did make a lot of trades and they acquired. They, they saw needs and they swung for those needs, right? They needed a number one defenseman. Well, they went and got Alex Petrangelo. Yeah, they're paying them almost $9 million. But mm-hmm. who who wouldn't pay a number one defenseman like Alex Petrangelo $9 million? That is right? Stanley Cup captain, Stanley yes. Cup winning, gold medal this, gold medal that, gold medal everything, Alex Petrangelo. Yeah. yeah. And then There's who's a- the next guy on the list? It's Jay Alec Theater. Martinez. Well, so, Marti- yeah. Stanley Cup champion. Yes. And he makes 5.25. Expiring so deal, right? Expiring uh, next year. So in a year from now. Oh, Martinez still has one more. He that's still, right. So still the whole has group one is, more year. The whole group is pretty much set. So The that's whole great. group is set. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. doesn't matter. But, okay, but against, so- which, which great for Vegas this year, actually, is knowing also that 
the, the, the worst timing in the world when it comes to a general manager is winning a cup and having five guys on expiring contracts. I got one worse than that. Which, Being great and not winning the and cup. And not winning a cup, yes. See, well, Buffalo 06 and 07. That was yes. the hardest thing for Darcy Regeer because we were coming into a salary cap world for the first time. Yes. And what do you do? Everybody was in love with everybody as far as the players on the roster. And everybody and was coming off contract. They, they needed new contracts. So after going to the f- conference finals, you need to sign a few guys. And you're like, yeah. okay, well, next year we may win the cup. And then you win the President's Trophy. You go to the conference finals again. Mm-hmm. And then Vanek needs a new contract. And everybody needs new contracts. So you're making decisions. Yeah. Absolutely. That's worse. But where Vegas is at this year, they could put the cup over their heads. Yep. And not have to re-sign a single player other than yeah. uh, Dorofiev and Brett Howden. Right. So and Aiden Hill. But yes, yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll make it work. So the bigger question, which of course is Sabres driven, it's Sabres live after all, yeah. and we're in between games in the Stanley Cup final, and we're already looking at free agency. And there was a huge trade in the NHL yesterday, and the draft is coming up. So yeah, everything's connected to the Sabres here. But just to put a punctuation point on Barbashev, should there be any interest? from the Sabres in this player? Oh, um, see, I like the group of forwards that the Sabres have. I Mm. don't feel that there's room for a player like Barbashev in the top nine. And he's definitely not a fort liner. You wouldn't be paying him like a fort liner. So I don't see room. I see a group of player in Buffalo, again, where you're building, hoping to win it. Within five years, you're hoping to win a Stanley Cup. And why I'm saying that, because again, if you don't, you're going to be in a position where you're going to have really, really good players and they will do well. I think the Sabres forwards are going to do well. They're going to have stats to back it up. They're going to make good money, but you need to win it or you're going to be caught in a place where you would be, you know, 16, 15, 16 years ago. So um, no, I wouldn't go after a guy like Barbashev just because I feel that there's not a spot for him in the top six or in the top nine right now. You're saying that based on projecting young players. There's no yes. question Barbashev is more established and would easily be in Buffalo's top six or at the very least top nine right now. My Another layer to this, and, and obviously re-signing Kyle does take up one of those spots, no matter how you view it, right? like how much Kyle's going to play and stuff. The organization has also very recently signed a lot of Russians. Yes. Does it help to have Barbashev for four years on 5 million to help in some way, in any way possible? I'm just throwing it out there. You would have to do your homework. I don't know Ivan Barbashev personally to know if he's the type of guy that I remember when Teppo Newman was in Buffalo, it was like, he's the godfather, right? Like uh, he was the, the, the guy that all the, the Finns were looking up to. Right. And that was the guy like, and we've done that with the Swedes a little bit here. In and Buffalo. we have Labushkin. I get it. Too. And we do have Labushkin. And, and I think Labushkin would be a guy that would Look, he's he's a nice person, and I do believe that he'd be able to help a lot of these Russian guys. Um, but again, okay, so after saying that I don't see that there is a spot for Barbashev, now I go back to, okay, but 
you could always move a player from the top six or the top nine and open up a spot, which is something that we've discussed when it comes to a player like maybe Victor Olofsson or moving forward last year. I, I do think that Casey Millistat has now found himself a really solid place into this group. And I would move forward, continue to move forward with Casey Millistat. But mm-hmm. look, is Yuri Kulik penciled in or penned in moving forward? He's still I a young I would say player. pencil at most. Okay, he's still a young player. And there's there's great energy when the Rochester Americans are playing and Kulik is scoring in six straight playoff games and you're like, that's a Buffalo guy, right? And Matt Savoy is playing in Winnipeg and is burning the Western Hockey League in juniors and doing well. But there's a big step still between producing in juniors or producing in the American League and being a top six or top nine producing players. We saw that with J.J. Paterka, Jack Wynn this year, right? J.J. Paterka... Best forward at the world junior at the world championship, not man. world juniors, but world championship. Man, man of the year, isn't he about man to be? The, is he's, <laughs> he's on the list of man of the year when it comes to WIHF and whatnot. But you still need to see a, a much, much increased production out of JJ right. Paterka next year to have the impact that you project them to have, right? Yeah. So Barbashev already has that impact, in my opinion. And coming and in, what if I, he's actually playing with good players? Like well, wherever you plug Barbashev in, don't you think his line's going to be pretty darn good? Yes. Like, well, I think it's reasonable to see across the board production similar to what he's had at his best in St. Louis and is currently experiencing now in Vegas. Well, if you were to put, um, you know, Barbashev on a line with Cousins and name the other winger, yeah. like you're already saying, or Casey Middlestat, because you say, hey, you know what? Maybe There's, that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's the the line, right? I. Look, I, I think that's some something that would be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I when you ask me those questions, I always struggle to think in two ways. One, <laughs> what do I want and what do I think the organization want and will do? And, and then it's the, compounded because you're thinking in two languages, which uh, takes even longer to get to the there's proper Aaron answer. fires in Quebec make me think in French all the time. I know. I know. Oh, man. That's, that's French smoke that's coming down. That's happening. That's well, that's how, messing me up. How do you say it? Uh, smoke boucan. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've like had enough buccaneers. Of that. Like I think of the buccaneers. Like when I thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when I was like a young kid, and they have pirates, and I'm thinking it's because of the cannons and Smoking the, the smoke. Like that's boucan. <laughs> like that's what it is. Okay, so Barbashev has been put to bed, kind of. Well, he's like on a. He's on a day bed he's by the window bed, there. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Futon. But um, the other um, part of yesterday, obviously, oh my gosh, yeah. we're 20 in and, and didn't destroy this topic yet. <laughs> Who wins the three-way deal between the Kings, the Flyers, and the Jackets? I'm going to assume it wasn't the Jackets. Um, well, it's not the Jackets that won it, although they get Provorov at a $4 million like reduced tag, and he's not going to be the number one defenseman. And I mm-hmm. think on a second pair, he will have an impact, and he's pretty decent hockey player, physically strong. He can skate. I just don't think he's got good hockey sense, but that's a whole other thing. Maybe you don't need that if you're on a second pair. Um, but I'm putting the Blue Jackets third on the list. Second, I'm putting the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, I understand that they acquired a $5 million AHL goalie, uh, you know, and that's mm-hmm. Cal Peterson, but they also got Sean Walker on the last year of his deal. And I think Sean Walker is a standout uh, leader 
and will help that blue line. And they got a first round pick. They got two second. They got a, a prospect. I, I really feel like Danny Briere and the Flyers did really well in trading Provorov and getting five pieces back, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they did good. But the winner, the winner, without a doubt, of the deal is the LA Kings. And they didn't even get an, a, a player. They got a couple of prospects, but they retained No, they're not two... prospects. They're actually veteran guys. They're not. They, oh, they were with... AH... It says AHL Junior next to them. I didn't even bother yeah, to look no. them up because I'm like, they don't yeah. even care. Yeah. The LA Kings don't care. They exactly. basically... They, 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 yeah, this is not a disrespect or slight to the players. It's You're right. The Kings don't care about whatever those names are. Their yeah. care was even after eating a little bit of the salary going out the door, they're 5.6 to the good yeah, exactly. for this coming season. That's a that's a big win. So Especially when we all huge know. Win. We, I mean, how many times throughout the year did we talk about the Cal Peterson saga, right? Yeah, like, nah. yeah. They, they were in trouble all year with the cap because of that, right? But they were able to get rid of the $5 million Cal Peterson. Walker was two and changed a little under $3 million. So they ate Provorov. Um, you know, two point some million. So yeah, they're 5.6 on the plus, which allows them now to either say, hey, you know what? Let's go get a goaltender. Mm-hmm. Let's go get a Connor Alabuck or we can sign somebody or trade for somebody. And, or and quick, the, the reason they can do that, they're still flush with prospects. So oh. now that they have cap room for Halibuck, they can play hardball with anybody out there making a deal. They've they can got- definitely trade prospects and go get a goaltender. Look, yeah. they beat, okay, in my opinion, they beat, uh, who did they play in the first round? The Edmonton Oilers this year. If they're getting Connor Hellebuck tile goaltender, Copricella wasn't bad, but he wasn't great. Right. Um, I think that they probably surprised the Oilers in the first round, if that's the case. They have to know they have Kopitar, they have Dowdy playing at a high level. They mm-hmm. have a lot of good players, but also... They made a strong deal this year going to get Gavrikov from Columbus. And that may be part of making the deal is having that money to re-sign Gavrikov mm-hmm. and get him signed well, long-term yeah. or medium-term for them and yep. you know, make it work. Yeah, I mean, and they they were so deep in the prospect pool on the blue line um, that it, it was a no-brainer for them to be able to make that trade. And the one thing that I consistently say with Columbus is I don't even like attempting to judge what their season was based on the catastrophic number of injuries, most of which happened simultaneously to their blue line. They literally lost like four guys in two games, including the best of the bunch, Zach Wierenski, for basically the whole year. I think an underrated defenseman, Jake Bean, basically the whole year. He played 14 games. You haven't seen David Juracek play yet. And, you know, beyond that on the, on the prospects, like they, you know, they, they drafted Denton Matejchuk not long ago in the first round either. So like they, they are going to be a better defense group just based on manpower and healthy, not to mention whatever structure comes with the presumption of Mike Babcock. Their trick is actually also going to be, what are they going to get in goal? Right. Like, and again, it's not fair to label any of last year's disaster on the goaltending based on the injuries that they had, which was over 500 man games lost. But 
I can't imagine anybody in the organization, especially with the goaltending pedigree of John Davidson, is super happy with how they look right now. No, no, they can't be happy how they look. Regardless of the injuries and the way the team played ahead of them, Merzlikens has been in a downward spiral for a few years now. Unfortunately, since his buddy Kavlinix passed, you know, in the summertime, I really feel that it's hard and heavy on on Merzlikens to be in that surrounding. I think Merzlikens has all the abilities but he seems to be chasing it right now. And I think just like the LA Kings were able to move Cal Peterson's contract, uh, I think that if I am the Columbus Blue Jackets, I'm saying, can we move Merzlikin's contract? Can we free up 5.4 million? The problem is it's four more years. But Merzlikin's is a goaltender that has all the natural abilities. Mm-hmm. And um, I would I would think that's why I feel that the goalie market this summer, when it comes to trade, free agency, RFAs, potentially offer sheets, it mm-hmm. is going to be a very busy market. And Columbus could throw themselves in there as well. Yeah. So real quick on this for break, would would you think that? And again, the the. The, the strongest point in all that is the term left on Merzlikens deal. It, yes. it is definitely cumbersome to try to round out the picture and, and no slight on Tarasov. Maybe they can lean on him. Maybe they can. He's young, inexperienced, but would they be a player in your opinion for someone on like a lower grade salary, like a Ranta? Well, they think, could very well be. I think Ranta is going to end up staying in Carolina. Yeah, that's my gut. Do you feeling think they should? It. Well, I was going to say Samsonov, but if you have to spend more on Samsonov, you know, like acquire him and then pay him, that probably wouldn't fit your profile too well, having all the money you're paying to Merzlikens. So yeah, so Samsonov, in my opinion, will probably be around four and a half million dollars. Right. So yeah. give or take a half a million dollar here or there. What's what's a five hundred thousand, right? I mean, but I think you'll be around there. Know. So now, <laughs> now you're five point four in Merzlikens, it'd be four point five in Samsonov. You're paying nine million to two goalies that. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't know, right? We have two. If you'd say you have two number one, you probably don't have one. So that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think, again, like if you're the Maple Leafs, are you resigning Samsonov? Are you in the market? Are you starting the wheel? Is uh, is 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 Calgary going to trade one of their goals? There's so much to talk about when it comes to the goalie market. Mm-hmm. And like and yesterday's deal kind of threw a whole like, whoa, Cal Peterson was traded? Yep. So that means that even a, a could you trade Jack Campbell with the Oilers? Could mm-hmm. you trade Jacob Markstrom? Could you trade Thatcher Demko? Could you trade anybody? Like John they're all Gibson, part of the conversation. Boom, 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 John boom, Gibson, boom, yes. down the line. And guess what? Buffalo gets entangled in all of this because oh, yeah. it's a discussion that never goes away. And to be fair, there may not be for people viewing this team clarity in their eyes in the crease. There's three guys that are likely. But does that mean those are the only three names are going to be talking about throughout the summer? Hard to know. That's why we're asking you, which name is of most interest to you? At Sabres Live on Twitter. You mentioned Matt Savoy from a forward prospect standpoint moments ago. We'll uh, revisit his end of season story also when we come back here on Sabres Live.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.